And welcome back to another episode of Scav Talk, everyone. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a catch-up from the previous weeks. As last week we had uh, the infamous goats, the the goat, <laughs> the <laughs> Baha that killed Tarkov. Uh, <laughs> half the audience just died of cringe, but... Nonetheless, uh, we're going to do a little bit of catch up on some of the things that we missed and kind of give our thoughts on a few things, starting with Nikita's giant mega thread Q&A. Boy, that was a spicy mm-hmm. one. Exactly. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a pretty crazy time, actually, with the Reddit stuff, because he, like, he just like randomly hijacked someone's thread. Uh, did you see how it all started? Because there was some, somebody's thread, and he, he basically just turned up and was just like, I'm going to live in here now <laughs> and just hijack this thread. And uh, I, can't, I actually can't remember what the original comment was that he replied to. He was just like, yes, this is now my new home. And I think after a while, he was like, maybe I should start my own one. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's when he started his own one and then was answering stuff. And he was answering them in waves of, you know, every day was like answering new things. Um, and it was, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. I can't remember. Was this before this, this was after the cheaters notice that he put out, right? I think. I actually can't um, remember at this point. Like getting a bit fuzzy, but I, I think thought it was you mean maybe like after they posted the first band wave, and then and this he wrote came that out. paragraph, right? I think I think he wrote something. Oh, um, I, yeah, I want to say the paragraph came first, and then the Q and A. I could be wrong because yeah. I, I think, think that was the, the that was kind of like the criticism is like the Go video came out. There was all the react. <laughs> everyone reacted to it, and then. You know, somewhere in between, BSG, you know, kind of addressed it um, on the, the the Reddit post, and he kind of gave that same, you know, bullet points mm-hmm. that we've kind of already already seen, and uh, people also reacted to that. So I, I, it felt like you know, there's a lot of like reacting going on. Yeah, it it kind of got extra bad. I think I I appreciate him saying something, but I think then a lot of people were like reading through it, and then they're like, "Huh, this doesn't like really say anything." And it's it's tricky, right? Because it's like, yeah, what do you, what can you even say? Just like, yeah, we're working on it. Like, it's right. I don't, right. yeah, it's hard to say anymore. And like, sure. he did give some more details, but even still, it's like, you just have to trust that they're looking at it. I, I do think he said somewhere that you know, it focused the mind a little bit um, because it's an ongoing battle, and so you slowly lose momentum mm-hmm. on these things, and then you you know you need to kind of like reprioritize and refocus on stuff, which is which is fine. But I think the most positive part of that was then yeah nikita's proper thread where he was talking about loads of different things people were giving lots of suggestions and criticism and whatever and uh he was responding to tons of people are you thinking of the, the post i'm thinking about dude yeah i just i just love the fact that a ceo told someone to go fuck themselves it was pretty funny oh, it was pretty it. funny i wish i had the direct quote in front of me in front of me now but when he was just like Dude, yeah, F off, go take a walk or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it was good. But yeah, there was lots of um lots of interesting things that he was talking about. I think one of the it, there was actually another thread that I saw a bit later, which was kind of like the copium rehabilitation thread <laughs> yeah, about like <laughs> things that um and then this is this is kind of just to frame the discussion, right? Because it was like things that have been discussed like three years ago, four mm-hmm. years ago, when Nikita mm-hmm. was just like, yes, planned, yes, definitely, yes, this is coming, right? And like things that still aren't there, things that are still broken, um, that kind of thing. It was like a good sort of 
25% to like it was actually kind of nice in some ways to read through that old those old posts from three years ago and be like oh yeah that's fixed and that's fixed and these things are actually like a lot of this stuff did get resolved but then to have 25 to 50% of them sort of outstanding still all this time later it was I don't know it was a mixed blessing I didn't find it was all bad necessarily but okay so that so that's the context right it's just like Nikita kind of talks in the moment about what he what he has planned but things change and stuff sometimes gets more complicated and things get dropped and priorities get adjusted and features move and, and whatever um so but, i mean where to yeah well, sorry what are you gonna say well, we'll this, dive is, in. this is like the the thing that i think causes a lot of this is 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 it's like they basically say trust us bro and it's sort of mm. like they give out these little you know what i mean like we've we've seen to like contrast it to the cycle frontier for example music example and they've done like i think even i want to say prior to season three but i know in season three because i watched goats one of goats follows video mm -hmm. and they just have like this big main news topic on their website like it's not in an obscure reddit post you know three years ago but it like details out some of the things they're doing you know what i mean it's like it's a it's a hub they're using their main <laughs> website to like drive people there to see and like update people on what's going on. You know what I mean? This is, that's kind of the thing I think BSG has done is the inverse where it's just like, yeah, well, we're going to get it. Just trust us. You'll see eventually, you know, and they've been doing that so many times that it's like, it's so hard for us to trust that because yeah, there has been progress in different areas when he said these things, but it, you know, there's, how many things of feature wise have Nikita said that's it's coming like is yeah. over the years, you know, I, I would love to see, which we'll get into, but I think I, and I think they are sort of switching gears to that, seeing all the people that have been, I don't know if they've been promoted or they've gotten employed or whatever the case, but there, there seems like the, a lot more people have been hired, I guess, to be sort of that community uh, relationships and i hope that that communication level gets improved because yeah it's i think it's a problem the way it's being handled in the past and you know yeah i think that's fair and not to derail too much from the meat of like what we were just about mm -hmm. to talk about but um i do think that's true and i think some of this stuff has maybe led to them pulling back on some of the community support that they've been using up until now you know like the content creator sherpa which they've got rid of and um relying so much on uh emissaries and people like that to try and spread news like you know the sort of the volunteer side of of tarkov when you know one peg in particular was calling for them to make an actual announcement not just have it like fed through the volunteer network and i think it was uh walker who's actually been taken in by bsg is now a new community kind of manager person so there's mm -hmm. a few people right so he's kind of like come from come from that side and then moved actually into official bsg-ness which i I mean, I, did, I didn't really think that, that was... I've never seen anybody do that, so I was quite surprised, and I thought that was, that was really cool. And um, I do think it makes sense to have more official outreach, if that makes sense, rather than this kind of unofficial one. I mean, yeah, BSG's communication has always been very scatty. You know, it really depends on, like, where, where you look, and, like, some stuff's only been on Instagram, one thing's on Telegram only, and one thing's on Twitter, and then there's another post from Nikita here, and then there's something that's come out on the website, and it's like it's so random that it's quite hard to find the information but that's kind of always the way that they've worked because they sort of take the same approach with their game updates that they do with their law which yeah. is quite, which is like it's fine for law 
but for the game updates themselves, it's you know not as good. But I think that they're looking to um, they're looking to improve this. Honestly, I do think I think we're seeing we're starting to see some some stuff come from that. And there's actually a little bit about that that I'll talk about later on, um, which is sort of related at least. Um, but yeah, what was so? Is there anything in particular in the Reddit thread that caught your eye that you want to talk about first? Your post. <laughs> My post. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about my post. We'll we'll uh, indulge me and talk about my post in particular. <laughs> I've talked about it quite a bit anyway on uh, in one of like another video and on on my stream and stuff. So most people are probably aware. But uh, you know, I made a post on that Reddit thread about the turn rates because um, I think it was because I was making I was literally like just finishing off a video about turn rates as I had dubbed it the worst feature in Tarkov and. You know, obviously, I get the the usual comments of people being like, "No, dude, they've got to sort out the cheaters first. It's just like <laughs> cheaters is not a feature, right? It's not like that. That was <laughs> well, it kind of well... is, but, you know, <laughs> um, but uh, it was um, it was more along the lines of, like the argument was along the lines of like this is specifically built into the game like this on purpose, and I think it's crap. Was kind of yeah. the, the way that I I'd sort of phrased it, right? Like there's there's various things that are sort of unintended bugs and whatever that need fixing. But this specifically is in there by design, and I fundamentally disagree with the design choice, uh, which was more what that was about. And it it could have been a placeholder, um, but it's just like, what is it actually adding? Like, uh, I don't know. It just, exactly. I I just really don't. <laughs> you it, know how I yeah, feel it, about it. I hate it. I dude. know, I know, and and I think it's one of those things where you know when you sit down in you know 2013 or whatever and you're planning to make a hardcore military simulator game mm-hmm. and you go yeah you know when people are wearing heavy armor they you want them to feel cumbersome and and uh really right, sluggish right. and like yeah they're gonna turn slower in and it does you know it actually does do that job in the game it's just the problem is is that that feeling then stops you from being able to shoot people because the sluggish feeling is directly connected to your aim point and we talked about other solutions to it yeah. previously right um but anyway he he then said yeah and i tried to lay out the argument like coherently and saying like this is why Mm. it's bad for new players this is why it's bad for experienced players and this is why it doesn't do what you intended it to do and um it should just be gotten rid of and there's like there's other mechanics that you have like move speed and ergo which make the gun feel sluggish and it makes character feel sluggish it's already doing the job and you don't need to have this extra thing which then like messes your muscle memory right it's already a gamey mechanic so whatever um and he basically said like it's already been it was actually quite funny because i was just about to post my video the worst feature in Tarkov and he was like it's already been reduced twice and it's going to be and then he replied again like oh it's going to be removed in the in the future and I was like huh it's only been removed it only been reduced once and then like logical solutions Twitter popped up on my thing it's just like all the turn rates slashed and I was like post the video <laughs> post the video immediately because <laughs> I was like the video is now out of date like it was going out that same day anyway um, but I was like the video is now suddenly out of date so I just like posted it and then just amended <laughs> the description and the comment just being like here's the update here's the update because i was like it was That's literally funny. all ready to go i was like i can't change it like i actually yeah. i can't change it without spending like a day like right, refactoring right. everything re-uploading it like my, my bandwidth won't take that it's going to take me four hours to upload the damn thing so i was like no this it's just getting posted um and i'm kind of working on like a semi-follow-up to it now just like a little addendum almost but um i thought that was cool i thought that was cool i, I don't know whether i mean presumably they hadn't had that on the cards before you must imagine, right? Like, yeah. surely they didn't. And because um, they said that about some things, but uh, surely they just like responded to that and went, okay, yeah, that sounds good. We'll cut it. Yeah. I mean, the only like, uh, it's kind of frustrating in some ways because, well, like, first off, as you said, right, it's the, the frustrating part about it is that 
it messes with your sensitivity, your your muscle memory. And if you really wanted to, you can, you know, correct that by doing a bunch of maths, essentially, and you can change your sensitivity. But as you also point out, like, you know, it, there's the ergo stuff that it it visually, you know, it, it gives me that feedback loop where I visually mm. see that my SVDS is coming up slowly, but it doesn't hinder my ability to, like, move my mouse at the same speed, you know, relative to, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it doesn't mess with the gamer side of me, you know, <laughs> the, the input. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I think it's because you can't feel the turn rate, right? Like you're you're in the eyes of your character and you can't see the armor or anything. Whereas like with the gun, you can see it coming up. Like it, you can see the sluggishness of the weapon. You can and you that kind of like gives you that feeling because you see it on screen. Whereas like you as a person, you're just like yeah. I don't feel any different, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's I mean that's fairly yeah I would say so. I mean and like with movement too, right? So you even feel your character could moving slower. See my armor though. From like the size of Buffy, it's still like directly changing yeah. my. You know what I mean? Like, and this is why I, when we first talked about this weeks ago, I was like, mm. what they could do is some sort of like, uh, what, what, what's it called? It, it's um, uh, you but know, the uh, the free uh, yeah, like yeah, free, free look, but, yeah, 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 and 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 that way, you know, I can visually see my gun's turn rate move. I mean, there's already like a little bit of that in Tarkov, like very little, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not that pronounced and it's not actually disconnected from your, I mean, it is, but I guess it's not that pronounced, but anyways, they, you yeah. know, something like that, I would even be fine with, you know, just don't change my sensitivity, man. It's just like mm-hmm. FPS one oh one. So yeah. that's, I'm like, yay, he said that, but, you know, the question rises in my mind is like, why couldn't they just remove it, Giga? I know, <laughs> like, I know. Like, maybe, okay, maybe there's a legitimate reason, you know, if they set the values to zero or whatever, it breaks the game. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why. It's kind of annoying. It is kind of annoying that it's been left the way that it has. And I, I almost feel like, Maybe he doesn't want to get rid of it completely just because he like, kind of still likes it. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. It's like, it's, <sighs> it's this is the frustrating part because he was like, at first he was, it's like he said, yes, we're going to remove it. And then he said, but for now, we're going to take it by 2x, yeah. you know? So it's almost like he affirmed that you were, that he agrees with you, you know, that mm-hmm. like, yeah, this makes sense, but I'm only going to reduce it by two and a half, which yeah. then makes me think that this is like all for the sake of like pacifying the the player base you know what i mean and that's what really bothers me is like where's the you know what i mean i don't know i mean i am not doing or not like you know if you really want it like just keep it the way it was you know just say no and then move on almost you know i don't know yeah the 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 thing that he went half sees on it just makes me uneasy you know what i mean I, i i don't know like I said, like there could they, be a, a super legitimate reason why he can't put the zero or whatever the case may be, you know? That's the thing. It's like, if there was a technical reason, you'd think, oh, just put minus one on everything or something. You know what I mean? On everything, so that it all feels the same. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I still think it's it's a, it's still a pretty big win. I'm, I think a lot of people are happy about the way that it went. I was looking at it again today, and, yeah, I'm going to put something a bit more formal out about it. Probably 
actually probably Wednesday. And um, but I mean, when you look at it, for most for the most part, most people no longer have to worry about it at all because bags go up to basically four at worst. Helmets go up to pretty much three at worst and armors go up to 10 at worst. But that's only if you're wearing like the biggest armor in the game. So you have to try quite hard. The, the, where, the place where it's still kind of screwy is when you're looking at um, helmet like add on pieces. Some of them were, were tweaked, but they're all still pretty high. And I don't really know whether that's like intended or not. Like some of them were changed for things like if you wear face shields in general, face shields will still mess you to like the tune of 8% a lot of the time. You, you can actually still engineer a situation. I, I actually looked at it and was just like, oh dear. You can still engineer a situation with the Vulcan and the Zebrado where you can get minus 30% turn rate. It's still, it is possible. You have to do like a very specific, you know, the Vulcan with the face shield, with the Zebrado, then with like the Pilgrim backpack. It's like the worst possible case that you can do. So it's still, it's still possible, but like most, almost everything now, almost all kits pretty much sit somewhere around four to sort of six to eight-ish like that if you just if you're just, you know, running a normal <laughs> a normal kit you can't oh man that's that's like any percentage it's just bad you know what i mean it, like, it is it, it is like, but it does feel better actually it does feel better i mean unless you're saying that you can consistently get eight percent often more frequently but it's just like i there's why uh have you ever played with mouse acceleration on? Oh god, I have. It's awful. Okay, this, it's effectively the same thing, Giga. Why would you want your sensitivity to change, you know, we'll say randomly, because, you know, you, you, you kill a guy, you put on his gear, now you're at yeah, negative 17. Yeah, it's just like... I I, I, we're on the same page here, dude. Like, I, I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm such a, a stickler for this, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, sure. I, I, that's why I'm literally going to screen cap this. And you know, just like spam Nikita of emails. A <laughs> three. Like, I'm holding you accountable. <laughs> yeah. You said you were gonna remove it. Indeed. So yeah, well, it's it's one step forward anyway. It's one step forward. I'm not sure if I would notice the difference between one percent sensitivity one way or the other. I'm not sure if I'd be able to tell. I haven't really tried, I haven't tested it. But anyway, because the to your I mean to the point that you made. Now that the range is so much smaller, it is actually possible pretty easily to get the same number. You just have to pick a number if you want and, uh, and just stick to that. Because like a lot of them are all the same. Because before it was annoying because the ULAC was 5% and this, you know, the, the Ratnik was like one and the TCs were, th were two and whatever. But now it's just like they're all one or two. And the armors, it's really the armor. Like you just have to start from the armor and like work backwards from that. And the bags are between you know, zero and three and the helmets are between mm -hmm. zero and, and two, really. So you can you can tick it up and down based on that. Um, it's not it's not it's not it's not too bad, and especially if you use one sort of type of armor, if it's using Karans and Bagaris and Gajels and whatever, then it's you can usually get it to about the same place. So it does feel a bit better. It's a bit better, better. Yeah, and um, one one percent difference is it going to be the uh, the thing that prevents you from getting better at the game do you know what i mean yeah like if you're sweating yeah. over uh one percent difference um it, it, there's probably bigger fish to fry yes but at the same vein <laughs> you want to eliminate all your variables you know <laughs> so that's why it's such a big thing for me is just yeah yeah 
someone's mentioned to me because i did actually mention about the red dots as well because you told me about this right when you were looking into the sensitivity stuff and i mentioned about that as well he didn't address it uh, i haven't tested it since somebody mentioned that maybe it was they fiddled with them but i don't actually know i didn't actually go and look so i can't i can't confirm whether that was right or not but i do actually want to go and look and look and see if the you know the walther is actually different is it now the same as all the rest or not because they are clearly quite different right and i showed it in the video that they do have very different sensitivities. I was quite surprised when you told me, and when I went to look into it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is def- very, very true. The red yeah. dots have just got like random sensitivities on them. So, not only anyway, that. we should probably move on to the. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> last, last thing. Last thing before we move on. Not only that, but uh, someone posted a Reddit post talking about the scopes. How, mm-hmm. what, some of them will say 3X and they're like 2.8. And then another one will say 3X and it's like 3.2. And it's just like, why? <laughs> Why are these things random? You know what I mean? Like, where's the consistency? It's just, yeah, another thing. Yep. Yep. Um, so, okay. So the next thing that, oh, there's like a loads of random stuff that he talked about. Maybe we talk about the barters. So he said in that, cause that's actually happened too. So it's like a change that you mentioned sure. and then it's actually occurred. So he said that they were going to remove barters, which meant player to player barters specifically. I think this was from Pesely's comment maybe like did he tweet as well or was it part of reddit i'm not yeah, I, yeah. i'm not sure where it I came think, from but, i think that's um, what he tweeted about it yeah yeah and he basically said player to player barters are a scam or they're used for rmt that's basically right. it no one's really legitimately doing this except to go and get high value keys and whatever because it's the only way to get half of these quest keys right. because they're only up for stupid barters and it's almost self-fulfilling then like oh yeah you have to do oh but the barters are important because how you get the quest keys well if you don't have the barters then people have to put them up for cash because if they're not going to use them or they've got two or whatever, then they're not just going to let them sit in their inventory. They'd rather take the however many hundred thousand rubles of money um, if they can't do the barters. So they said, okay, yeah, we'll get rid of the barters. And uh, they did. And honestly, I think it's a massive win. I think it's great. So you've now got all the labs, like colored key cards up on the flea market for between 20 to 90 million, depending on which one it is. You've got mark keys up there. like And stuff's expensive, but that's it's fine, honestly. And they changed yeah. the values, the innate values and of a lot of these things too, like the trait, like, you know, Tarkov's internal working number. So it right. means the flea market fees are less. And I think they maybe adjusted the flea market a little bit as well to decrease some of the, um, some of the fees in general. So it's now yeah. not as punitive to put stuff up, which is cool. But um, I, I think it's really good. I yeah. actually quite like it. Because it's not a piece of gear, it's just like, you know, it's a card to get into a room for loot. I don't mind that it's, you know, you can trade... 16,000 broken AKs for a red key card through the rubles. Like, I don't actually mind that the ruble economy works for key cards. Does you know what I mean? Because that's always the issue we had with gear, yeah. is that you could just trade up to get a slick eventually just by grinding. And you can do that with, like, keys and things. But I feel like it's a choice, because there's so many of these things that you could potentially buy, and they're so expensive. They're, like, prohibitively expensive. And in that way, you have the, you're sort of empowered to say, like, oh, I'd like to grind for this. And so then, you know, you go for it. And it's quite, I, I think it's quite engaging. Yeah, I think keys are a bit different because, like, gear is temporary, and, I mean, keys are as well, but they're a lot less temporary. Like, you're mm. pretty much guaranteed 40 uses on the ones that have 40 use, because you can't lose them, right? Unless you fumble yeah. the bag and hit discard it in your container and you get head eyes by a Toscav. <laughs> it's totally never happened to me or anything. But, um, <laughs> you know, so I think, I think gear gets devalued a lot for that reason. And keys get highly valued because, I mean, KSP for reserve. There's like literally it's just a quest key. I mean, there's loot in there, but no one buys it for the loot. No one sells it for the loot. 
they sell it to, for the quest and you get gatekeeped from it if you don't have it. You know, that quest line's dead effectively. I'm not even sure if it leads to stuff, but it's it's really frustrating previously because you would have to find tape key and bar do a bar trade. Which, yeah. by the way, <laughs> guys, don't be lazy and look up stuff on the wiki. That's the moral of the story I'm about to tell. The story is, however, I found a tape key. And I was like, oh, I know, you know, the blue tape key for Sandra's room. I know this thing's like, people ask a ton of stuff for it. What can I get for it? And I was like, oh, Streets is out. There's got to be some great Streets keys that people want. So I did one that was like, I don't know, some, it said something. And I didn't bother looking it up. I, or maybe I like, maybe it had the name of the building that's mm-hmm. on the wiki that I was looking at that for this quest. And it's the, the one use key to the the oh no <laughs> yeah i didn't know that it spawns like it has a hard spawn or chance mm-hmm. so yeah i got scammed imagine that imagine getting scammed on the market but using player to player barters who knew i know it's amazing so um yeah. yeah and i you know part of me uh well let me jump back to the the, the keys thing you know I, I'm i'm glad that they made the taxes more reasonable um like i don't as you said i don't really have a problem with someone paying you know trading up a hundred thousand ak's broken ak's for for a key card you know because that's a really long grind you know but it's something you can slowly work at um whereas like back in the days you could buy slicks at the market it was literally just like one raid you know, and you bought a slick because they weren't really priced that high. They were like maybe at most half a million, but at the start, so. that was even end of wipe. Yeah. 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 But at the start, they were way cheaper. They were like 200, 300K, which was just like, yes, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, why would I, you know, if you're confident, it's just like, why would you not do this? But even then, it just, you do one scav raid. You, anyways. So I don't know. It, it's, I, I, I feel like it's a little bit different. And then with, with the, um, I was gonna say next fuck <laughs> <laughs> colored keys are cool yeah colored keys are cool oh i i, I am a little bit sad that player to player trader with like you just can't it's a, literally impossible to trade two items of players like basically and i think that's a detriment of the trading system as a whole like it's the ui is just god awful it's like you have to specifically put up items you want to to like if I have okay, mm. let's say I have the marked key, but I'm willing to get some good offers. Like if you offer me 15 intels, then yeah. But I can't put up marked room key 15 intels and put up marked room key in another offer. You know what I mean? Like like if someone yeah. could make me offers, um, <laughs> you know, I'm much more like barter auction type of thing. I'm thinking of like uh, yeah. uh what's that game? I mean, I'm sure RuneScape has this, but um Darker and Darker has like a very scuffed chat message system and like you get in a trade and then they put items like, do you like this item? What about these items? They're like, yes. But if something like that existed, you know, I'd be fine. But as it stood, it was literally scams and, you know, um, asking for the most rarest items. And then uh, there was like you you could find some decent deals on there, but you had to really scour the market. It just it just wasn't great. So I'm Mm -hmm. again like. Half of it, I, I like it. Half of it, I kind of wish there was something better in place. Because um, it's just yeah. kind of weird. Like, But cash rules also, it really doesn't matter now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fixed mm-hmm. the problem in of itself. You know, like, if I find yeah. a, a red key card, 
and I sell it for, you know, 100 million rubles, I can buy anything off the market. You know what I mean? That's not banned. So, like, it kind of doesn't really matter. It's, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, don't necessarily like the principle of it, but the practicalities of it are actually right. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is cool. Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, I kind of agree. There was a, I don't even know if it's worth talking about already, but there was, there was a huge post on there, which I, I, think it's, I think it's notable. There's a huge post from a user called Fine Wolf. I have no idea whether any of it is actually legit or not, and, but it was all talking about security and all sorts of things. Yeah. Right? There was like, it was an enormous post, and Nikita basically was just like, yes, I forwarded it, <laughs> forwarded it to the guys. Um, and lots of people were talking about this post because uh, it did seem like they knew what they were talking about, at least. And there's like lots of good ideas for, you know, how to fix stuff and make things better and blah, 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 which was, which was pretty cool. There was like, there was, there was, you know, there was, there was quite a bit of that, which I thought was, was quite neat because um, obviously it was like a hot topic about how to stop this stuff from happening. I do, I do think that there was at one point where Nikita said that they were rolling out a bunch of like anti-cheats things in general and that they had like some more ideas of what to do because I think it's one of the surprising things and somebody said quite rightly about this that sending all the information to everyone is just the easiest like most naive way of doing stuff which is just you don't have to do any like extra work to like cut out info or whatever which is why it was done like that to begin with but it's like why do we send each other our KDs you know like why are all the items sent to all the players in bags and things before looting and whatever right it's like yeah obviously it takes you actually have to then go back and forth with the, I don't know, wherever it is that stores the information about like what the items are and like, you know, unobfuscate those as you uncover those, like those, uh, those containers and things. But it did sound like that there was some more updates coming on limiting information. Um, at least they were going to try and do some of that because that's like half of why it's so powerful, right? From looking at Goat's video, you could see everything. Like you could see what's in other people's secure containers and stuff. It's like not that information is not necessary to be, transmitted between the different players it really isn't yeah um and it's kind of insane that it is so that'd be cool i'm hoping some more stuff comes like that um, and there was the, the little the tiny little update actually as well there was a little so they did like they did like a big patch and then they did the, a tiny little update afterwards and i was like what was that for and nikita did actually confirm that it was a, a cheat detection piece um, that came through but it was like on a random reddit thread that i just like stumbled into and someone was like what was this patch he was like yeah cheat update <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Nice to put it here, buried in like 15, 15 different like nested threads on, on the or nested comments mm-hmm. on Reddit. So, yeah. <laughs> Quite funny. Now I might be, you know, misremembering something, but didn't Nikita or someone talk about, I want to say it was Nikita, but maybe it was in that Escape from Tarkov uh, official thread, but um, didn't they say something like, hey, we're going to implement a system where it'll tell you when the person that you reported got banned. Yeah. Gets banned. Yes. They did say that they're working on that. Okay. Yes. So you will get, you will get told if they got banned. And I guess you can kind of do that at the moment. If you care and you remember who they are and you can like just control F the list. Cause they've been sending out these, you know, big Excel files of all the cheaters that they've banned, which I mean, I don't care, really. <laughs> yeah, but, but you but you played Dota too when they had the behavior score, right? Yes. And you know how good it feels to get a, a pop up and like a player you recently reported has been punished or something. <laughs> Dude, it feels so good. Yeah, because it could it be like good. it could be like three days since the incident, you know, 
you come mm-hmm. across a really toxic person and you may not even remember it all that well, but you just, it's like you, you get validated that you did a good thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I, this, this is the part of the thing with the cheating is like, man, there's like a whole side of like player psychology, both on the cheating side and the people that are getting cheated on that. I think just like greatly improves the experience <laughs> of cheaters. Mm-hmm. Their existence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that, I don't know if this has been said anywhere, but I hope that they do implement um, insurance, like cheating insurance, like nothing like you pay for. Like if you died or Yeah, whatever. like, you know, the guy gets banned, it tracks the raid, it tracks the gear I lost, you know, assuming they killed me, you know. Um, I, it just seems like a, a, a really... Um, gratuitous thing you know like hey we're sorry you had a bad experience let us compensate you via the end game <laughs> yeah it's like giving someone you know a discount voucher for next time or whatever when yeah, you have like a bad experience yeah. that you know when the waiter this you know cheater ruined my game where's your manager yep <laughs> go carry on them <laughs> when you had when you had your main meal just like dropped in your lap by the you know serving staff or whatever mm-hmm, and, you mm-hmm. get a, and you get a voucher for next time yeah Oh my god! Like I had, I had one time where we went to this this restaurant and <laughs> they dropped the they dropped the napkin on the floor and then like brought it over. Oh, my wife no. and she was like, "Oh, this is awful, right?" And so she complained to the restaurant. And so obviously we got like a bunch of vouchers, and we went back and mm-hmm. on, dude, it was excruciating. We we got sat on the, the exact same table with the exact same member of staff oh, who no. clearly knew oh, that it was no. us that had complained <laughs> and then we ended up obviously paying for the meal with these vouchers that we'd got about complaining about them it was like yeah it was like nails chalkboard <laughs> like it's just like the whole i was like we can never return we can <laughs> never return to this restaurant honestly it was oh it was so it was painful to think about now my toes yeah. are like curling thinking about it, it was it was awful well i wonder how they felt like, too because they they could have been the type that's like oh these dicks, you know, you know, whatever. Know. Or they could have just been also like, these are the guys that I dropped the napkin and gave it back to them. I really miss, you know. Exactly. So what happened was you get, you go, you get your, you get your insurance, you go back in, you get killed by the very same cheater with like a, you know, <laughs> a one on the end of the name. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine uh, that. Oh man. <laughs> um, Okay, so there was there was one really big thing that he said, which I'm not actually 100% certain of the ramifications, but I do think it is really important. And he said, no more big features until release. Yeah. They're basically I think really focused on releasing the game. That's actually a huge change. Huge. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what that means for all sorts of other stuff. Like they're working a lot on the the things that need to be done right audio yeah. and, and networking and um ai and all the rest of it right and, uh, and not putting in massive features which is fine and to clarify what i mean i think you're saying this as well and i kind of agree is by new features he doesn't i think what he means is um hey guys i just decided i'm nikita and i'm gonna add in helicopter extracts i've never before mentioned this previously we're adding it in you know mm. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, I think that's what you're saying. Am I, am I correct in that? I think so. I think so. Because I think what he's um, saying is all the previous thousands and thousands of things that I've you know, said are coming, that's what's, you know, that, that's in, but I'm not saying any more new stuff. I imagine that even some of the old stuff is not going to make it. 
personally. Probably. Or at least I don't think we'll see any of it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure yet, but because like, I think the next, the next, it will be interesting to see when we get something like the armor sister, the armor plate hitbox thing, right? Which they've said is coming for ages, yeah. and they said it's hard, like probably they, one of the closest newish features yeah. that is coming. Did they get delayed? Like I this think patch, so. I think it's supposed to come. Like something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if we'll see it before 1.0. Honestly, I'm not sure. I think I feel like 1.0 might be closer than I think. I, don't know, I think it might be closer <laughs> than we think. I mean, did, I think he, just... did he say next year, like the end of next year, it's supposed to Maybe. be done? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if they have a, they don't have a firm timeline, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I... it's gonna be like 1.0 on paper, but like we all know, it's just still well, the beta point... that's still <laughs> being <laughs> developed. Like, yeah, th- th- just patch 0.13.1.0. It is great, yeah, guys. So yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's um, it's fine. It's just that's that's what we live in. It's you know how games are made these days, but it's just. I mean, yeah, yeah like it's it's an ongoing living beta test, or whatever. Like. It's not going to look much different to how it does now, right? It's not like suddenly 1.0 is going to come out and it's going to completely change. Like we see it piece by piece as they test stuff. So like it's going to look a lot like that final version just before 1.0 comes out, surely. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Although they've got storyline quests and all this other stuff. But I mean, unless they've been like they have like features ready to go that they're just like put inside the 1.0 bin. You know what I mean? And then like when when Bio comes, they could like just dump all these features they have. But I serious I mean I'd be I'd be surprised. Yeah, because can you imagine it would just fall over, right? There's like there's gonna be so many problems if they dump loads of things in untested. Like we yeah. know how these things go already. So <laughs> I think it's um an interesting one. No identification. No more identification. What yeah, that's that? that's surprising. I mean, I you know, I also kinda like it, kinda dislike it. You know, it's it's like I like the idea, you know, like the the concepts, but it is kind of just a, um, it means I can get into raid faster. I don't, you know, the, the yeah. standard meta game of inspecting everything, middle mouse was just like super annoying. No um, woods on raid one, dude. No woods on raid one. You're going to get, you're gonna have to go and get to level two yourself without yeah. having to identify all the items. That's fine. Yeah, I know. It's just funny. Yeah. It is. Rip, rip Jaeger on the first raid. Yeah. It just, it's just, I don't know. I do kind of miss the finding a key and you get excited because it's all like, you know, oh, it's got the shape of a marching key and then you inspect it and it's like checkpoint key or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it matters too, too much. Yeah. Um, he did, he did mention like people, there was a lot of stuff that was said in these threads, right? And people were talking about the recoil and about issues about the recoil and the, the first couple of shots flying up and stuff. And he did say that recoil was going to be changed or rebalanced or something. Yeah, he said he was going to redo sure, it. I yeah, I just, I don't know to what extent, honestly. Like, yeah. It was one of those things that I feel maybe is said rather than done. Oh, but... Giga. <laughs> See, when you say stuff like that, it makes me further lean into this idea that it's all just like pacifying everyone you know like i mean look there's an element of that there's an element of that because everything was literally on fire so (laughs) sure (laughs) so i kind of don't blame him too but um it yeah i i don't know we'll we'll see i I... that's why like okay cautiously optimistic is how i would say you know maybe even say i would also say uh 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 readily pessimistic <laughs> i don't know 
<laughs> I don't know. Either which way, it's probably the same. Yeah. It's probably the same. So, like, it, a lot of the stuff looks really good and sounds really good, but, you know, mm. it, until we really see the fruits of it, it's kind of, you know, I want to just temper my expectations here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, somebody did ask them about how so many bugs just, like, reappear, which I was kind of interested because I was like, I've always wondered this. They said, oh, do you just have, like, a terrible merging strategy for... <laughs> You know, the various, like, strategies. Oh, do you just at. suck at merging? Yeah, do you just suck at it? And the answer is probably, like, it's probably not been managed that well and it's spiraled out of control. But he just, it was quite funny. He said, it's not a merging strategy. He said, it's just a really, really complicated project with a lot of above-the-line solutions. New features can poke the old evil code. It was, like, specifically what he wrote, which I thought was a really fun way of describing it. I was like, I understand exactly what you mean, even though it's not something that any English speaker would say. It's just... Uh, it's funny. Poke, poke old evil code with a new feature. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was good. Um, and then, like, yeah, the last thing that I had on my list that he talked about saying, he was like, oh, yeah, vaulting is coming 100%. Like, they are, they are actually going to add that. Um, and there's a little bit about that that I'm going to talk about in a, in a minute as well, um, which is, which is kind of cool. Um, and then yes, the changes that they did afterwards. There's like a whole bunch of other other changes too. And uh, for me, like the most important ones were like this: so shooter board in heaven going back to 100 meters, catching out posts is now eight people and removed from Kappa. Um, this is just like random stuff. So we could talk about whatever in this list really, and and anything that you've got too. Like people asked me about player count, and he said about 70 to 120 thousand concurrent, which is actually pretty high. Um, they changed Bitcoin, so it's 250k. The flea wrap's been reworked, so now you have more slots. Um, and then, like, to, well, today there was like loads of XP buffs on those random quests, and apparently they reduce the initial contact reaction for bosses by like thirty percent, so they don't just like insta aimbot you as well. So there's like a whole fun list of changes that have occurred. I mean, none of it is great. I mean, shoot one in heaven to back to hundred meters. I never thought would happen. Honestly, like I, I thought that they were you know one two five. I thought they were going to be dead set on that, but. Put it back to 100. I don't think it was necessary to go all the way and put everything, every single map there. Like you could have left like woods, lighthouse, shoreline, I suppose, um, at 125 if you really wanted to, and put maybe even reserve, honestly. But uh, like it was customs and, and probably streets that really needed the 100. But like they've just put them all back to 100, and I think I think that's okay. It makes it like so much more doable, um, which is cool. I'm not, I'm still not tempted to do it really, but we'll see. We'll see as time goes on. We'll see. But yeah, I did think it was quite interesting the him saying there was like so many people. Um and there was like other people saying, like, oh, you know, is the is the game dying, blah blah blah. And he was like, Don't worry, it's the player numbers are basically the same. I mean, no one yeah, knows, right? It's, it's like trust me, bro. So he's gonna yeah. say that. Um he's got like a, a vested interest to make right. people not concerned about the game. But I'm sure it hasn't had like there's a lot of noise, right? I'm sure the noise outweighs the actual impact. Like people Yeah. Just, Whatever, care on I would playing think so as well. Some people drop out, and but some people drop out at this point. Wipe anyway, right? It's like, what, exactly. what are we like? If anything, you would have more of a reason to stop playing if you really cared about it. That type of stuff, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's the other. The other side of it is you could argue that they banned all a bunch of cheaters, so <laughs> the raids are empty because all the cheaters got banned, which is another funny uh, <laughs> match. Uh, Gosh, oh, man, they've yeah. really been posting those 5,000 type players' bands. Why are my rates so empty, you guys? <laughs> oh, but seriously, looking at this mega list, I mean, everything looks like 
you know, one giant, um, uh, what would you say? Making, I don't know, making, making, yeah, I mean, like, you know, maybe downing the size of the butt plug (laughs) to medium instead of extra large. (laughs) Yeah, especially things like flea rep, you know, changing flea rep, you get three slots at seven rep, right? So you only need to make it to seven, you get three, and at 30 rep, you get four. 60, you get so 5, you, 100, you get 6, et cetera, et cetera. Do you start with 2? Yeah. Is that still the case? Do you now start with yeah. 3? Uh, no, you start with 2, you get 3. A lot sooner. 7 rep, yeah. So Instead I think before it was, I think it might even have been 20. I can't remember or what it was, it was before. maybe it was 30. No, I think it was a was 30 it 30 and 100. Maybe it, was, maybe it was 30, actually. No, it I think was, you're right. It was annoying, dude. Like, I mean, mm. it. you had a really, yeah, it was really annoying. Hmm. I mean, another way, like, there's a lot of rollback on, you know, potentially bad decisions they made. It's just that, I don't know, just the timing of it all just puts everything into question, you know what I mean? uh, You know, it's like, how genuine is... I'm not saying they have to, you know, be like, oh my god, you guys, we made the biggest fail of the century. We made Shooterborn 125 meters. We're so sorry. It's now... I'm not saying they gotta do that. But like the flea one, for example, it kind of makes sense because you've done, you've limited, like you've done so many changes to the flea market. Taxes are less. Like there was, there was this argument that, you know, this is a good thing. Less people can sell stuff. So there's less money being circulated. It's, you know, harder to make money. It's slower to make money. Um, it's probably a more accurate way of saying it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just yeah, it's it's interesting too that they increase Bitcoin, but overall, mm. you know, it's 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 yeah, it's hard. It's it's really hard to to be like, um, I don't know. What do you, like what do you say? It's like I'm 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 glad that these changes come, but I'm still kind of waiting. I'm in a I'm in a state where like I'm I'm very like touch and go Tarkov. Like I want to see what the next patch is and like what happens there and then if it's you know once it's like go for me then it's just like i'm and then i'm out you know but yeah it's kind of that thing of do they actually want to do this or do they they think they had to um do they still believe in the old you know restricting everybody's flea slots plus making sure everyone in heaven suck mm-hmm. plus you know having everyone have horrible turn rates and all this stuff like do they still believe in that fundamentally and they just did this to make everyone happy i, I i'm not sure I, I think it's probably a bit of both the Bitcoin thing makes sense to me just because like a lot of people just weren't building the farm and it just wasn't really worth it. It just made the grind for it not kind of pointless. Like, you do it for completion, but not much Was else. It worth like, it? Yeah, I mean they were only a hundred and like they were really low, it was like 130k a coin or something. It was like super, super low. Was it really worth it is the key word there. Like it's still yeah, worth it was- doing, but it wasn't <clears throat> It was it was probably worth doing if you're doing the rest of the hideout because you're using fuel anyway. So okay, you know, and you need to craft these like overnight, these big overnight things to get your M nine hundred five and stuff now. So you know, you're incentivized to have your the hideout burning fuel for long periods of time. So you may as well, you may as well get it. Um, Wasn't as good as it used to be. Perhaps. I mean, it's like it's like yeah, it's like. It probably doesn't support the fuel cost on its own unless mm, you've got a okay. full kind of thing. Um, like a level one, it probably doesn't even support the fuel cost. Like the one one card in is like forty hours, you know, and it's and then it's like one hundred and twenty k or whatever. You're like, damn, dude! Like, I can buy one metal fuel can for that. 
And it's actually no, not even, not even. Yeah, they're like one sixty. So I can't remember. Like they, I think they take a day. Um, so it's, it doesn't even cover the cost. But it's like you may as well. Like it, it depends on what you're doing. Like I always do sure. it because yeah. yeah. They all share, and people always talk about this on like various things that I do. And talk, every time I talk about the hideout, and I was like, "You need to include the fuel cost." And I'm just like, "Yeah, but it's shared. Like it's shared between all the modules. Right. Like, it depends on how much you're on. It depends on how much you cycle your craft. It depends on whether you're talking about an overnight one or not. Like depends on what your hideout skill is. Like it's, there's so many factors that it's almost pointless to talk about. Yeah, you know? it's either it's either worth it or it isn't. And if it is, then you do all this stuff. If it isn't, then you just stop doing anything in the hideout. You know, it's, it's very it's kind of binary. Yeah, it is. <sighs> Anyway, so the so the next thing this is actually well this this actually doesn't really like flow that nicely. Hmm. Maybe we'll talk about maybe I'll we'll, maybe I'll talk about like the my third thing now because that flows more nicely in the first okay. topic, and then go back to the other part that I wanted to talk about. I said I don't know. I'm not sure actually which way to do this. No, I'm going to talk about the other part first because I think it might be I think it might be quicker. Um, I think it might be quicker. So there was a a, a random meeting with a, with a load of content creators and some community people from bsg and it wasn't very well attended particularly i, I think it's because it was it's, it's kind of hard to like how do you how do you like tell everybody to come to this meeting mm-hmm. when it's not public and everyone's busy and there's not like the one place to tell people which you know everybody knows about like the, the infamous creator discord or whatever but like no one reads discord because it's like ten thousand messages in there and it just goes off constantly so everyone just has everything muted so i think that's maybe why like not that many people were there but anyway they're, they're doing more outreach i think maybe this thing has happened before i was just like never privy to it previously but um they're doing like more and this is kind of what we talked about before that they're, they're doing more community work now like with the community managers that actually work for bsd talking to the community and to content creators, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, um, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a meeting and there was a couple of points in that that I haven't really seen it. People, I, like a couple of people have posted the list on Twitter, like Hayes and a couple of other guys posted the list on Twitter, but I've not really seen anyone talk about it particularly. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just because it wasn't that well attended. So there was like five points that they said we could share. And the first one was that they're working on this new kind of, um, event thing i'm not 100 sure exactly like how it's going to go down but it was it's this thing called like streamer challenge and it's got like prizes and stuff it always sounded like really hard quests something like that um and they're gonna like send out some like news about it at some point i don't really know exactly how this is gonna it was it was a bit the details were quite loose but it was uh hmm how to say it We'll see. It could be really cool and, and could be really fun and give give sort of people something to do and people something to watch. I don't know whether there's gonna be like leaderboards or anything like that, but um, mm-hmm. I think it could be cool, like you know, entertainment at least for for people to see like guys having to do like random stuff that obviously you don't have to do as a normal player, but there's like this, like weird content creator challenge going on. That combined with the fact that in-game events are actually going to start again soon, which is probably a bigger that's more important thing for most people, um, along with the Chronicles of Rigi which is coming back, which is pretty neat. So we've got to be looking out for these in-game events. I have no idea what type or anything, but just that they're kind of on the horizon. Um, and then, yeah, the, I alluded to this before when we were talking about, again, the, the, uh, the sort of community outreach thing, but they are planning on getting more devs 
to speak about the game and the stuff that they actually do um as a kind of like devcast type thing now they've had the they had these like ages ago yeah they did There's like really old ones yeah yeah that's just because they did it in the past but it uh mm. unfortunately because of their um uh, you know dialect I, I don't know what you call it but the, you know the, the, it's not like the most it's just communication's hard for them <laughs> i guess mm. on on you know maybe a technical level or whatever but uh, but yeah the fact that they you know speak russian english not their first language it's already hard enough like i remember watching one um and it was okay you know it's just i don't know i'm i'm i'm, I'm glad but i'm also like uh we'll see yeah yeah so we'll, we'll see we'll see but it could be cool i mean i would sure. almost prefer i would almost prefer it just to be like subtitled honestly I think it would just be better to just be translated and be subtitled. Yeah, they, they really need someone that's like, you know, speaks English, is very fluent, um, and can like. Ice, Axel. Uh, someone, but they can like just take, you know, the BSG workflow, whatever, and like, and like, you know, funnel it down and condense it down to this little like three minute video where the guy's like, "What's up, gamers? It's your boy from Battle State Games. Whoa, you know you like this? <laughs> We've been listening to you and your feedback, and we got you in this video. Number one feature: cheaters suck. You know, here's what we're gonna do. You know what I mean? Like they like something like this that's like the most broad stroke. You know, it's not in like some obscure." reddit post somewhere you know something to like and it's on the main page you know just like something people can point to in reference that's so anyways <laughs> sorry sorry for that extra dose of cringe in your daily life but um we'll see I, we've come we've come to, we've come to love it it, it, it could be it. something like that you know it could be something like that devcast it could be someone like that yeah. we'll see it could be kind of cool um it, we'll, we'll just have to see how it go, how it goes um the next point was and I actually mentioned it before about, you know, vaulting coming, but like vaulting is actually coming. And the first iteration of vaulting. <laughs> it's confirmed again. <laughs> yeah. But it's like actually, actually, actually coming like very soon. Um, at least, at least the first stage, which I mean, it's going to be a sigh of relief to everybody. The first stage of the vaulting mechanic is stepping over tiny little branches and shitty bits of rock and stuff so that you don't have to do a full jump. God damn, is that going to yeah. be good? Yeah, we'll so, see. Because that's the... huge quality <laughs> of life. Like, yeah, I don't know. As long as they can just, yeah, make it not a, not a problem getting stuck on like bits on customs of like falling over wall or whatever. Then, yeah. uh, you know, it'll be it'll be great. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. And then they just said there's going to be more news about Arena soon. Mm. Doesn't really tell us much because we kind of knew that already. But um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was interesting. It was it was a bit of an odd one. I mean. I haven't really seen anyone else talk about it. I'm not even sure if Nice Guy talked about it. I don't know. It was. I think it's maybe because it's quite light on detail. Um, but <laughs> I think, like, yeah, the vaulting thing and the in-game event starting soon is probably the most interesting, interesting part. And maybe the dev cast. Yeah. Obviously. Who knows oh. what the streamer challenge is going to be? Yeah. Yeah, there's an. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just. It's just so weird why they do it like this. Like, why not put this in? Uh package you know i don't i like i guess it's kind of like the valve approach like why 
if someone's willing to do the work for you for free, why do it yourself, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't Or why really even spend know. resources on it when like another another thought could be why spend the resources resources on it when we could spend it on finishing the game, which is a yeah. logical yeah, like totally see the logic there. Mm. It yeah, it does seem an interesting approach. I'm still not sure how I feel about like the creator discord I, I don't know i mean it's, it is what it is right like that's the way that's the way they want to do it apparently but uh i do find it a little odd i will say just for the record i do find it a bit strange Care but, to um, spill, spill, spill the tea <laughs> no i just think it's weird right it's like i get that i get that they want a a line of communication with people mm -hmm. who play the game m more than anyone else and have you know specific feedback mm -hmm. that's that's okay that's fine but it's almost like i find the, the communication path going the other way a little bit weird and then being like oh you can talk about these these things here right we're gonna um, share this we're gonna share some random stuff with you it's just like yeah and feel free to share just put it, it on as well yeah why don't you just put yeah. it on twitter you know like i don't know why right. it is we're being told that we can or like we weren't asked to really it was just like oh yeah you can talk about these things if you want to Mm. kind of stuff i guess they're not like super super important i suppose but i just it was like they like specifically said these are the things yeah, that you just, can talk about i, I just i don't know, I don't know. it is weird I know. it is i weird. just accept it you know i just accept it but i find it a bit a bit odd yeah because it's like if everybody could know why didn't you just tell everybody right and like and that's where it's like i don't want to assign bad you know negative know uh intentions from them but it's like you know one way of looking at it could be <laughs> we'll tell the streamers to tell it that way we can't be held accountable for it because they you know they said it it's all hearsay so like if things don't actually happen like our hands are clean of it you know i don't like i don't i don't, I don't know how or let's i'm not sure i, I just i don't know it's it is weird it is weird i do yeah i wonder whether because we are we obviously like look at the twitter feed a lot or like i say we as you know the content creator grouping mm -hmm. but not everybody even uses twitter for a start and not everybody follows talk of enough like it's been weirdly quiet on talk of twitter over the past couple of days i was talking about this on the stream today like i've been distracted with irl stuff anyway but every time like twitter's basically stopped showing me talk of stuff because there hasn't really been anything going on that's got that much uh like retention or like viewership on twitter it's showing me all sorts of other things about you know everything exploding um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, which like and i've been reading those so it's just, it's just like oh you want to know about all this right, stuff that's right. going wrong i'm like okay so it's like stop showing me um tarkov content so yeah even the vsg tweet today about the quest like it was my chat it was just like oh this they've changed a load of stuff and i was like oh really and it was like five hours ago it's just like i've been on twitter since then it just like didn't show it to me so you can easily miss information um if it's just put out there so i do yeah maybe there's maybe there's an angle to that it's like well if everybody talks to their community about it those are the people that actually care about what's coming next you know most there's a whole bunch of people that just yeah play the game and don't really care and maybe the people who are actively watching youtube or going on stream or on following various people on twitter those are the people who actually care about it i can sort of see a logic there but um yeah i mean that could be a marketing so you, you yourself promoting it you sort of send it out to these like multiple leaders of different mm. tribes and then they sort of like send it out you know it's, it's a different strategy yeah. i suppose i think the thing i think the thing for me about it okay let's put it this way 
it would have been completely fine to be like, yes, talk about these things. These are our like main talking points about like what's coming up. We're going to post a Twitter post about it. And here is the five things in the Twitter post. And if people want to like extra information or to elaborate on it or whatever, then you then talk about it. But it's the fact that like they've said nothing. <laughs> and then the creators have gone yeah. away and like talked about it a bit here and there. Um, anyway, let's not dwell any further. Let's not dwell any further on it. We'll see. I will try to bring as much information as I can from whatever bizarre inner circle this is <laughs> um, without getting myself cancelled. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not going to help anybody, specifically yeah. me, <laughs> in, in the least, you know. It's interesting. I'll say that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So um, I feel like I've dominated the airtime today, but uh, I guess we'll move on to the next the next thing which i guess like you know i'm, I'm actually like actively playing if you're like not actively playing as much then it's it kind of makes sense i suppose yep i'm not gonna feel too guilty oh. <laughs> um what i what i was gonna feed into before so we were talking about the hideout and talking about fuel and stuff like that which is why i was like i was almost gonna tangent over to this mm-hmm. um which is about the two items that you need the special items that you need and i don't know if i i can't remember if i mentioned this before whether i was going to give it a good go to go and find them because i think a lot of people uh i mean haven't right because okay so to get let's start from the beginning to get intel center level three yeah you need the far forward gps amplifier to get solar panels you need the far forward current converter both of these items were available in high value tech spawns at the beginning of the wipe on various maps after approximately two weeks it seems at the beginning of the wipe it was restricted on all the other maps so that it only spawned on labs so this is the main reason why most people don't have these things yet and they're not critical right like solar panels and solar panels gatekeeps um bitcoin 3 right but it's not really been that critical up until this point and bitcoin 3 isn't a critical upgrade and neither is solar panels really right like it's it's nice quality of life but it's not necessary Intel now, 3 is important in some ways, but you can yeah. get away without it. But it's important for some quests. What were you going to say? These are also not sellable in the flea market, both these items? Correct. They are not sellable in the flea market. And what makes things slightly worse or slightly more awkward, they're also non-secure containable. Which is interesting as well. Is that the, is that the first loot item that's not <laughs> secure containable, I think? Like probably that's, that's not like loot that's flagged item. as a barter item you know i i'm not sure it's gotta because because the other stuff that can't be put in there is what like guns helmets armor and stuff right. like that Mags, magazines grenades grenades yeah um and a whole bunch of junk but uh but these are yeah i think they're the first like loose loot barter item right that is not Securable that is you know required for the for the hideout, but it's because of these two very special things. Now I feel like it's it's drawn quite a line, yeah, between people that hate it and people that quite like it. Now I I saw a tw- I saw a tweet from Airing. I know he doesn't really like it very much. I kind of don't mind it actually <laughs> because. It's sort of like, why would I go to, why would I go to labs otherwise? You know, like there's yeah, nothing to do on sure. labs other than like, there's a couple of quests where you're forced to go as part of the guide. You might want to go if you kill raiders, but most people just do that on reserve. 
so why else would I go? And it almost like, to me, it almost feels a little bit like a player driven quest, right? There isn't a quest that says like, and, it, and it, I don't know. It's actually, I don't know, it's almost like it, the distinction is almost non-existent, but to me, it feels different, right? It's like, it feels like I'm doing things for myself. And this is, this is like, there's a weird thing of game design about mm. this. And um, this is why I always come back and talk about like Subnautica when I, when I refer to things like this in, in game design, because Subnautica is like a brilliant game. And I'm sure Portal is very similar if you actually like break it down. It's been a long time, so I can't really remember. But um, Subnautica is a brilliant game because the game's designed in such a way that it feels as though you're exploring everything on your own, even though it's just like the pieces are sort of laid out. Sort of like secretly. Yeah, but you, exactly, exactly. And like you can sort of get stuck, but like there's enough to go, go on that you feel like you did it yourself. And even in this case, like if there was, it would feel like more crappy, even though it's functionally the same thing for Ragman to be like, you need to go to labs and bring me an MCC, you know, or the, the GPS thingy. Whereas it's just like you go in the hideout and you get to a certain point and it's just like, you need this item. And you're like, hmm, what even is this? Like, it's unidentified, right? I mean, obviously, it won't be in the future, but it's unidentified. And you're like, what the hell is it this thing? And then you go around, like, you know, have a look around, and you're like, oh, it's only spawns on labs. Okay, well, it's spawn. <laughs> well, the wiki, the wiki doesn't really say anything. This is, like, actually the kind of bizarre really? part about it. Dude, that's yeah, actually go, like, really interesting. If you go far forward current converter, right? Which <laughs> is the one that, that I have. That makes says, me wonder. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, so, so it says, like, all the information about it cannot be listed for sale. One needs to be obtained to sell apart. Locations, electronic spawns. And it says one can be obtained as a quest reward for, and then it, I assume it's a lightkeeper task. Then you can barter for one after completing that task as well. And that's literally it. There's no screenshots. There's no loot locations. There's nothing. There's nothing on the wiki for it at all, really. And then the other one, which is the GPS thing. Let's see. I think there might be one picture on this one, when I last looked. So it says, yeah, cannot be put on school containers, cannot be listed on sale on a flea. One needs to be obtained for Intel Center 3. Location, electronic spawns. And if there's a single picture of one of them on like a pile of med boxes, on, in, in labs, presumably it must be, um, and another barter. And there's, there's actually apparently a craft as well, but you have to complete like a load of Lightkeeper tasks too. So there are ways of avoiding it, but you have to do Lightkeeper. Um, and that's like way harder, honestly. So... It's kind of intriguing to me, honestly. Like, it's kind of intriguing. It's not that obvious. I don't know whether the, the wiki has been like told specifically because I, I know the wiki speculating. Mm, 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 yeah, <clears throat> because they have a kind of agreement with BSG right, about like, <laughs> right. I don't know how firm it is, but like, I know that there's certain things that they will and will not put up there, and certain things that BSG will and will not tolerate. I um, don't think it's that. Um... Uh, like something that should be talked about, you know what I mean? Like hush hush. But I, my, I think it's like fairly common knowledge, but I could be wrong. Um, that was why logical stopped because logical used to be on the wiki, and that was mm. one of the issues that was coming up. Is he was giving details about loots or uh, loot spawn rates and chances and things like this, and yeah. BSG threatened to to uh, encrypt everything. I mean, this was like a couple of years ago, and then um, that's when Logical exited and then started doing his thing and whatnot. But you're a bit far from your mic. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> you're cutting slightly. Um, yeah, just that Logical used to work for the wiki and or you know contribute, and then 
he started doing posting um uh spawn rate stuff things like this um and bsg threatened to encrypt everything and then that's when logical went the tarkov changes route and then yada 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 and here we are yeah so i, I yeah i don't know i have to, I have to look at other items and see if there's actually like uh stuff like that yeah i'm, I'm not i'm also not sure so it's kind of intriguing to me and uh i don't know like it's a difficult one because of Labs's notorious, well, reputation for having cheaters and stuff, and having some of the like yeah. endgame items on there. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> I, I, is, so, there, is there anything else? Just, just one thing. I, mm. There is a chance that they actually do spawn on other places. What I now? Ha- do you think? Yeah, I have to acknowledge that. Sorry. There is a chance actually, because they've been met- messing around with spawns for stuff like LedX and things. So there, there is a there is a chance. I know like LedX now spawn in on woods and customs and all sorts of places, right? You can you can get them all over the place. Yeah, People I didn't, didn't want to. Get... I didn't want to imply that I 100 know as a fact that they only spawn on labs. I actually don't know that, but that's what I that's the hearsay, and it's just odd that the wiki doesn't have, you know, labs. It only spawns on labs, yeah. you know. Instead of saying like it, it spawns in electronic spawns, which is like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. So I just yeah, I know what you mean. It's a bit, yeah. a bit, a bit loosey goosey. So it could, it could spawn somewhere else, maybe. But yeah, I haven't heard of anybody getting them anywhere other than labs. And I've been playing. I, I basically played pretty much labs only last week. Yeah, I saw. Like I did, I did some other bit. I did some other bits as well around it because I ran out of labs cards. But um, I did. I played. I played a lot of labs last week actually, and mm. it was pretty. It was pretty fun. I was quite surprised, honestly. It was a surprising, it was a surprising thing. And there was a couple, so, oh my God. So the first one, okay, so I probably should talk about this, but like the, the, I, the first raid where we found one of these things, right? I was like in the office room, so near the cat, near the cat room. Um, it's like, it's like, let's think about it. It's opposite the corridor. You know, the parking, uh, the parking button room. Yeah. If you just went out of that door, across the little corridor bit and then left into that office before you get to the kind of the stairs, like on the way to cat rooms. If you go out of the parking, parking door, cats in front of you on the right and like red rooms, like all the way down the corridor, like all the way along. Does that make, does that make sense? I, I played a little bit of labs, but you're, okay, I okay. played you're, enough you're not to familiar with labs. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. All right. I feel like, I feel like I'm getting quite good at labs now, relatively speaking, you know, like mm-hmm. considering how, how it was, you know, a year ago or whatever. Um, but anyway, so, for those of you who, who know, so then coming out of parking and you just like go across and, and left. Um, but I was in the cat room and there was somebody voiping like really quietly and I couldn't hear them, what they were saying. And so I was like, okay, this is weird. So I'm going to investigate. Like I ran into the room and there was like a random PMC there with like nothing on him. And he was, say, he was just like, he was saying, like, oh, don't kill me. Don't kill me. You know, I'll, I'll give you this, give you this. And he literally drops like the current converter <laughs> thing on the floor in front of me. And I was like, I just stood there and looked at him and like looked at the thing and looked at him and looked at the thing and looked at him. And I was just like, I was like, dude, I wish you'd let me get it myself. Like, but now I'm just, and this was like right in the middle of people getting like banned for like all sorts of stuff, right, you know? Right. You know, like, and right. I was just like, I was like, this is super weird, mm-hmm. like super sus. I don't even know what's going on here. And I was like, chat, what, what do you think is happening here? Um, 
So, uh, so we shot him in the head and we took the MC, <laughs> we took the MCC and left. Um, and I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know whether I should have just like, at the time I was kind of, because the thing is like the way that we were talking about it, we were like, he's like, I didn't go in with the guy. He was in there. Like, I have no idea who he is. I killed him and took it. It's fine in raid. You know, he spawned in that raid and I took yeah. it out. I was like, you know, that was kind of the justification eventually. But I did feel a little bit just like, oh, there's like a small, there's like a fringe chance here. That there's something, like, something weird happens and like you get flagged for a, a carry or something, you know, like you've spoofed into the same raid together mm. or something. I was just like, like, my brain was like imagining these like, you know, right. these sort of like fringe tail things where you get caught by the BSG like anti-cheat system <laughs> for doing something completely legitimate. I was right. like, oh God, like seriously, bro. Like, why, why, why are you throw it at my feet anyway? I was, I was like, I killed him. And, uh, and we went out and I'd used it to upgrade my solar power. But then we carried on playing labs and um, I felt a bit better actually afterwards because I've now found two more <laughs> of those things, which is quite, quite cool. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the GPS one, I haven't been able to get yet. We've seen it once. Really? I've seen it once. And when I got it, I got. And this is the thing on labs. You just there's some people who are just like Omega Giga Chad right, on that mm-hmm. on that map. I, I got it and I got like. I got aggressively hunted down by a guy who like chased me in a in a very very specific way and then headshot me like through one of the like bush planter kind of things and I was like I don't know like I I had like the wrong end of desync as well like he was coming down the stairwell like out of cover so I was, you know, exposed for way longer on his screen than on mine. And like people on labs are just completely insane. And he could probably only see my head. So he could only really have headshotted me legitimately. So I would either have not died or I died to a headshot. So I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like you just can't, you just can't tell, especially yeah. solo, you just have no idea. Um, so that was unfortunate. So that's, but that's the only time we've seen the GPS once. We like, we were, we were this close, we were this close. But other than that, it's actually been all right. And um I don't know. Like it's it's not been that bad. I play on all EU servers. So I'm pretty much all the EU. I'm actually not even sure what my region says anymore. I'm just I might even be on auto. Yeah, I'm actually on just on auto EU. And it's been it's honestly been fine. I've there's been a couple of like weird situations which could could or could not have been hacking or it could have been just mm-hmm. people being good. Um but for the most part the fights have seemed pretty legit and um and I've killed a bunch of people on that map and it's been feeling pretty good. It's been feeling okay. So I think based on that experience, that has made the decision to lock the container, have them on that map only, et cetera, et cetera, feel okay based on that experience. Now, I'm sure other regions may be different, right? The EU West. Yeah. I don't know. And, um, and the times that I play, et cetera, et cetera. So, I, you know, your mileage may vary depending on your own experience, right? Um, but for me, it's felt, felt okay based on this. And like, it, it's sad to like balance the game around cheating, right? Which is, this is the thing we always talk about about RMT. It's like, you know, you can't balance the game around RMT in the same way. It's like, you can't balance the game around cheating. And it's like, it's kind of interesting having labs being the place. So I don't know. It's, it's a hard one. It's a hard one whether they should give it. Because if, if you make it spawn on other maps, then like, then it's, e- then it's kind of easy to access, right? It's like labs are supposed well, to be this special place. Let's say it was only on interchange. Would you still have the same feeling? No. Why? Because. Because we because we know interchange enough that it doesn't feel as dangerous, and okay. I don't play there all the time. Like yeah, I don't play interchange all the time, but it's like it's one of the maps that like yeah, we know well. We know how to go in and you find it, and then you could just avoid everybody and leave. 
So I don't feel like it'd be the same. Whereas like labs, it's like it's hard to get out of labs. You know, it's like you press any button and it's just like, whichever it works, got a section G and everyone's just <laughs> like, oh, that's that. And then everyone comes over. Um, and there's like raiders everywhere and stuff. Like the map's terrifying when you don't play it that often. It's got a good feel. It's like one of the only places in Tarkov left that actually has like feeling for those people who are experienced, but not like Shift W Mega Labs Chad and Solar Mains, you know? So, um, yeah, this is interesting. So, part of it is because you previously don't have a reason to go to labs, right? I had no no reason to go before, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ex unless you were doing the guide, maybe? Yeah, so it's the guide, and I used to go there for killing raiders, but you don't even need to do that now. You yeah. can go to, uh, to reserve. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, because I can kind of see both sides. Um, it's even it's even more because it's effectively like a like a pocket watch, right? Because you can't put it in your container, yeah. which is like interesting. But like this jumping ahead a bit, you know what happens after you finish the quest? What do you mean? Like now you have no reason to go to labs. Yeah, true. But I have all the experience, so I might go back. Mm hmm. But it's, it's, because I was forced to go, you know. So now, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, now I feel like I'm much more confident. Yeah, it's just I don't. It's kind of weird because it's one of those things I felt like we talked about where it's like you, you know, in a broad sense, making money in Tarkov, you can basically go anywhere and loot anything, you know. So mm. you're not like forced, you know, or like heavily incentivized to do a specific set of things. At a specific place on the map, you know, you know what I mean? Like, unless you're, I mean, the quests kind of do that, but they're very, I did, you know, I marked the yellow mini buses on interchange. I never need to be here ever again in my life. You know what I mean? Uh, which is unfortunate because I really like, that's part of the reason why I like some of the early game is because those quests, you get to like fight in places that you almost never get to fight in otherwise. Um, so yeah, I can kind of see why there is some appeal to it because it's you if if you want to do this thing, you have to go to labs, you know. It's it's almost like BSG saying, guys, guys, play our map. It's really good. We promise you'll like it. Just you have to, okay, fine. You have to go here now if you want to progress in the game. It's like Yeah. But the unfortunate yeah. thing is like afterwards, you know what I mean? You don't really have a reason to go there anymore. I mean, the loot's already um crap from what i've hear but i don't know part of me it's just like it kind of comes back to that thing it's like why i like the uh, the rust or i think even daisy has a bit of this where certain parts of the map just have like better loot mm. um and you know obviously tarkov has many many maps but you know in the like certain locations right there's certain there's like different reasons to go you know if you want to do the big oil rig run on rust, you know, first you got to have fuel or you gotta have a way to, to like get to the rig. You need either a helicopter, a boat, a diving suit, a oxygen tank, flippers, you know, you could swim out there. Is it going to be cold at night? You're going to die from cold. Okay. It's like, you got to solve that problem. Then you got to like, mm -hmm. have the problem, like how are you going to kill the scientists on board? You know? And then you got to like, Oh, well there's like these rooms that have like loot in them. And if I want to loot them, I got to have the red card, the blue card, the key card. Where do I get the red card? Red cards in the really, 
high end top tier area. It's only at these locations. It spawns, you know, is it, did it spawn there? You know, you gotta get the green card. Oh, I need a fuse. You know, there's like all these little mini things you gotta do to get yeah. there. And then you gotta meet the requirements. And it's, it's, I like that, you know, that, that the whole like, and it's not like a, oh, you done it. Never have to, you know, never have to do that again. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I can go back and, and repeat it and, and do it and still get the rewards and I read the rewards. It's, it's yeah. I wish yeah. I wish there was some of that in Tarkov because it really does make the the whole linear progression very uh, you know repetitive. And then once you do the thing, then it's kind of like, well, now what? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. It's hard to uh, disagree with you. Hard to disagree with you on that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been it's been interesting so far. Um, the AK101 has been doing work, man. The AK101. I've been, uh, I've actually, I was actually crafting 995, M995, and you like topping that over the top of 855A1. It feels, feels really good. It feels really, really good. Um, it's kind of like cool. I, I, I quite like that because like it's not something you've ever had to do before. You know, it's like think about what ammo you're going to craft. Like, oh, I'm going to go to labs. Okay, so I'm going to buy my cards before. I'm going to craft a 995. I'm going to stack that like 10 and 20 so that I don't run out too quick. You know, and then I'm going to go to labs and like fight these geared players wearing like class five usually and kill them with nine and five because it because it will do um and it feels like i don't know it feels like i've you know what tarkov as, as you say misses out on a lot of that like build up and this is sort of the first time that i've had more of that than normal yeah well, no, i can see like, that buy everything from the traders and just right and just, right, and just go you know it's like, there's a bit of prep. yeah exactly you had to decide what you want to craft because you couldn't buy it you could try mm. to find it, but let's be honest, crafting is just the easier yeah. solution, right? And you can only craft one thing. There's only so much. Yeah, I could see that. For sure. Yeah. So it's been, it's been interesting. It's been interesting. It has, like, shown up a few things about, like, my play style and stuff, that re- especially recently. I don't know. I feel, uh, I, I, I just, I need to practice so, so much, like, going back to the headshot meta. I don't know. There's something about, I'm just, I'm just, like, it's, Failing on so many fights, just like trying to brute force through people with uh, like the thorax, like center of mass, with so many different rounds, Dude. and it's just like oh, it's just it's just rough, right? The number of times I just get headshot <laughs> by someone, and I'm like, man, I just need to practice headshotting more. And like, do right crosshair position. Like the game feels, the game feels kind of weird right now. It's like audio is changing, so it's that's kind of like throwing people off a little bit. Like the front to back is now a lot better than it was with the. The binaural change that they That's made, good. which is good, but I feel that the dist- maybe it's just getting used to it. But I feel the distancing is either too flat, not graduated enough. I'm not sure. Like I'm running around factory right, and I know factory like the back of my hand, and I'm finding it really hard to figure out where the scav actually is. Like, is he beyond the next wall? Like the up down is completely messed up. So if you're in the center section, whether they're on the sky bridge or whether they're in the down, you know, underground or like around that corner or on top of this thing, like it's just. I find it so hard to figure out where the scavs actually are. Like, I can tell, I know which direction they're in. Mm-hmm. And I can tell if they're front or back, that's fine. But like, how far away they are, I just like, I just cannot grasp that right now. Um, and then I also feel that, I feel that like, I'm fighting with desync really well. It's an unfortunate feature of the game. And you just have to accept that if you want to play well. And there's lots of, there's lots of fights where it's kind of been, somebody is clearly actually probably more skilled than me. But because of the way that I've managed to get them like stuck next to a wall or something, and then I can appear around the corner and kill them. 
that's like the the literally been the deciding factor in a lot of fights because you get whatever it is 300 milliseconds or something on the other person to just pump them full of lead before they get to see you on their screen it's an unfortunate consequence of the game but you have to use it if you want to you know if you want to play on like labs people like people people try pretty hard on labs right so if you really yeah. you know you want to eke out every advantage you have to use it so yeah. i think like if i can nail the headshot thing and like change my crosshair position a bit i feel like i feel like i'd be really strong like i'm, I'm losing some really stupid fights because of it um but it's feeling it's feeling okay otherwise it's feeling okay yeah it's feeling all right just need to deliberately work on on that. I keep saying it, and then I forget to work on it, and then I get into a fight, and then my muscle memory takes over, and then I get like you know two hundred and fifty damage dealt to body, two hundred and fifty damage dealt to like armor, and I'm like no again, like ah oh, goddammit, and I just I get killed by like a singular round of BP or something, even though like I had you know all the right. desync in the world to kill the guy, and he just goes boop, and it's like oh, so frustrating, so frustrating. You know what you could do? Something that would help you is uh you could use a gun that requires basically only headshots to be able to win you know something that was like you couldn't spray you had to like only single tap you know maybe it took nine millimeter okay it's the stm all right (laughs) no what you could do for real though you uh maybe like a vector would help because it's like yeah um you know, something that's like ideally you want something that's low recoil, but like you have to get the headshots. You know, that's that's the not a not a bad idea. And we were talking about it today a little bit. Is uh, SP one nine three and the P ninety yeah, stacked that... over the top of like L one nine one? That can be okay. It's tough because you know then you get to the spot where I mean, fortunately, I don't think there's a like uh, a perfect solution. But then you get in the spot where it's like, okay, you have to hit them in the face. You know, because if you hit their helmet, it's just like gets absorbed it's which is like so annoying it's like dude well, i think with 193 i think you're probably okay because it's like the it's a oh, if they were class four then like it's yeah, the class four it's yeah no dice. i might go back to mp7 honestly like i've been using mp7 a bit today and it's the it's beast tough. but um i do, again i just keep going like fmj into class five armor into your thorax stop doing yeah that. yeah <laughs> no it's it's tough man it's tough um i think it's the thing is like people use class four for so long that you get so used to like outclassing their armor. Like I right. get to five, six, a one and I just get used to just like three tapping people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then everyone starts using class five, especially when you go to a map like labs and uh, you're just like, Oh, I'm just going to, Oh, hold on. This took six shots. And he's still not dead. You know? Cause it's like one went in the arm, one went in the stomach, two went into the thorax. And then like, they both got absorbed cause it was only 40 pen and like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Something that you it's, could try yeah. to is like, I, you have to like actively be thinking about it, and then it's like weird because once you're in the fight, then like you remember that oh yeah, I'm supposed to be going for headshots, and then like instead of like reacting or like reflexively, just you know not really thinking, just like your focus is on killing the guy, then you start to like become conscious, and this is all happening with like milliseconds, and then you're like actively trying to aim at his head. It's just like such a weird out of body experience in a way yeah um, it's like you have to get it into muscle memory by like for sure you probably take a few steps back right you start like dying more because you're trying to manually control the thing mm-hmm. and then you then it becomes more natural and then you get better at it you know yeah so i don't know we'll see i think that's that's the main thing i need to fix like other than that like there's, there's been a, a load of cool fights on on labs i've had there was there was a disgusting one where i just like burst out from around the corner and just like mowed down a duo like with one mag out of the ak 101 and one guy had 
an AXMC for whatever reason. I think they were just memeing with like two rounds of AP. And the other guy had some like completely juiced. It was either SR or like an M1A or something like that. Um, it was just like burst out, just just killed both of them, like both like level fifty-eight or something. I think like a, 50, a level fifty-eight duo. I was like, hell's yeah! Um, and I've had like a bunch of fights against like three mans and things where like I might kill one and then I get killed by the other two. But like, like I feel like I'm like moving well and like I don't die instantly and I'm like mm-hmm. you know popping up in unexpected places and like actually having fun. This is the thing, like. As long as, you're, as long as I'm having fights, I don't really mind. If I die, then like so be it, right? But if I'm like, if I'm having fights with people and I'm like moving, there's like, there's a na- I hear their nade and they push. There was actually one amazing one where like the guy I just heard the just like immediate, just like face push this guy and just like just mowed straight through him like a bulldozer because he's on his own and he had a grenade out. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just so, so tough. You have to really be careful. So, so no, it's, it's cool. It's like fun playing with confidence on labs. I've like never really done that before. Um, you know what did really help? Was the uh, the scav the weird scav event? You know where you could just like scav into labs. Was it last? Was it last wipe or the wipe before? I can't I think remember. So yeah, I think it was last wipe. Yeah, and that's where I learned a lot of just like the general combat in labs because I was like, you know, ultra end end game like you have all the money in the mm-hmm. world kind of thing at the end of the wipe and like spending it because whatever and was going around with the MCX with like three hundred blackout and kid, like and there was tons of scavs there too. So the, the whole map was like super chaos and like really fun. Just like drum mags of like 300 blackout, just like mowing scabs down in the cafeteria and stuff. Like it was, it was hilarious. I really enjoyed it. Um, and that really helped because it, it was, you never really normally get to experience just like running around labs. Like if you do that, you normally just die, you know? And um, in, in that experience, I've become a bit more confident being able to actually do that. So a lot of the time I'll like sprint off spawn, like stuff I've never done before in labs, you know? It's like, oh, and I meet these people here on this time. Okay, and then the next time I meet these people here, like you yeah. slowly, it's like any other map, except it's got that gatekeepy card and so it's expensive yeah. and you expect to die when you go in, right? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not the wealthiest I've ever been in this wipe. You know, I fl- I'm fluctuated between 5 mil and 8 mil or whatever. But um, I, did, I did actually get worried the other day because I, I went down to, I bought something as well. I went down to like 4 mil or something. Oh, you're like, fine. Stop it. I was, I was like, hmm, if I just keep going with this, like, I'm actually going to end up at zero. <laughs> so, uh, and I was like, I do actually want, you know, I'm, now that I found one of these MCC things, I like, do actually want to get the solar power going. You know, I'm going to have to buy that, and I'm going to have to buy the cards when the when the Bitcoin farm comes through. So, I was like, hmm, maybe it's time to do more scav on streets or something. I don't know. But um, anyway, it's been interesting. I, th- I think I don't know. I feel like the game feels okay um, in the times that I'm playing. Yeah, but sounds like you're in, having a good time. It sounds like fun, yeah, honestly. I, I play in a pretty low, low pop time. I play like EU afternoon, so it's. Oh, wait, when is it for you? And when, when you come in, because it's like one until four-ish, so it's like nine. Is it for you? Eight. Yes, yeah, eight. It's like eight until eleven, like EST. So it's pretty. It's pretty early. It's pretty like. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, sorry, I was getting. I was thinking back. Which probably helps, yeah. right? Yeah, like usually in the morning. Yeah. It was definitely like more. Uh, it was busier when I used to play, when I used to do the evening streams, and I was playing like eight till eleven, you know, because then it's like five to eight, EST, so it's a lot busier. Whereas now I'm playing like in the morning for the US, so I think that makes a big difference. Honestly, I do think it makes a big difference. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Right. Morality. Yeah, who needs it? <laughs> Overrated, I'd say. <laughs> no, so I was, I was telling Giga, um, 
I was I was making a post on the Nikita a, uh, AMA that he made, and I was gonna talk about Scav Karma because I've always had like this begrudgence towards Scav Karma. You know, I kind of I miss I miss the old days, and I am, uh, you know, regretful that we I don't know if that's the right word, but we never really got to play with no Scav Karma and Voip. You know. Um, and having played my fair share of Rust, a, a little bit of Daisy, um, you know, having those like interactions with with people who you're both sort of like sussing each other out, you know, it's like because that's honestly that's what I like so much about Vanilla Daisy. I played a little bit of Mata Daisy recently, and it was like the Tarkov version of Daisy on like the standard mm-hmm. map and. They had like you know labs cars that were like you unlock buildings and the alarm goes off and there's good. loot. I mean, I, it wasn't for me. Um, like, there's even more advanced versions where they got like literally Tarkov running sound effects to replace with the <laughs> running sound effects on DayZ. They got like the loot is like rubles and bitcoins and tetrises. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so funny, man. Um, but it's honestly just like such a testament to. You know Tarkov's uh, success is like you know Daisy's putting in these like Tarkov mods basically. Um, so yeah, it wasn't really for me because it was like oh, it's 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 already a big map. We're playing on the I think it's called Chernobyl, Chernobyl, whatever. It's, yeah, it's, it's the first one. Yeah, it's a really big map, dude. There's like a hundred, maybe like 120 people at max on the server. Like you rarely see anyone. It's literally a PvP. You load in you go to the trading posts you open up the vending machines they got a uh a, a menu you buy stuff with the cash that you get you sell stuff it's you know it's literally pvp centric but it's just like you don't see people that often and then uh, you know the maps are really big the geared guys they got like 50 cows suppressed you know acmx sniper shoulder mounted things it's just like you just get one tap from jupiter it's uh, anyway it's uh, it's not. It's not really for me. I like. I like Vanilla Daisy more, but I understand that that's like, dude. You play two hours in that game, and you realize like, I just spent two hours looking for food and dying twice now, and not seen a single soul. It's kind of the same mm-hmm. experience, but I, I I do like it when you do get to meet someone, and it's like you know, sometimes you just get shot, sometimes you meet a friend. You know, it's it's cool. I dig that. Um. So, anyways, that was kind of my grievance or scap, and I was like, hey, Nikita, uh. Are you guys? My first question was like, how do you guys feel about Scavcom? Like, are you guys happy with where it's at? Because I know previously they talked about they want to do PMC Karma, but they don't know how. And they specifically yeah. were like, hey, if you guys know how, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> um, so then I started, you know, writing. I was like, okay, here's the problems. You know, I wish I wish I had saved, but you know, and then I was going somewhere, and then I quickly re- realized, you know, I got to the point where I was like, okay, so what you need to do, step one, you need to Oh fuck! Well, well, that that won't work. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't want you to remove it, you know, necessarily. Like I like the idea, but then like, how do you, you know, some people suggested that you reward people for bad behavior, okay? Because that was another question I had was like, is the goal of Scav Karma to incentivize people to do these things that you deem good mm. behavior? Um. And is that the goal? Like, you want people to play exactly like this as scabs, you know? And if that's the goal, fine, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm not really sure if that is the goal. Um, 
so yeah it i i quickly realized like man this really isn't a simple thing you know um Mm -hmm. and thinking of like you know rust again referencing rust i know shocker but you they don't have a a karma system and because it's so different and how it's set up you know you're your actions in the Rust universe, like the server, carry weight. You know, mm-hmm. if me and my neighbor are enemies and he pisses me off, and then for the next two hours, I decide to continually piss him off, like whatever I can, you know, like he's trying to leave his base, I'm sitting there camping him, you know, he's coming back to his base, I'm sitting there waiting for him, you know, he's, he's trying to like go mess off somewhere. I spray paint his base, whatever, you know what I mean? I'm just like constantly pestering. Um, it, that carries weight within the server because like maybe he makes some friends and now you're like the main enemy. You guys are bickering, you know, you could resolve that. Like it, 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 it there's like such a importance on, um, you don't necessarily want to like, you almost like want to be friendly with your neighbors when you're close by, but then like when you're not, you know, it's just like free game. But like you don't, mm. you both don't want to waste your time, you know, getting one up on the other because there's much more productive things to do. You know, it's it's really neat like that. And there's also like this aspect, like if you're just like a toxic person, right? That's just like yeah. fuel for people, you know, that you're toxic to to get revenge on you, which I really love. Oh, that's like one of my favorite things about like the Russ YouTube space is they'll have like, I got revenge on the most toxic clan ever. <laughs> that's like the title. And it's like the Russ guy holding a skull or something. <laughs> I just like, I love those videos, man, because Wellen's kind of classic for, for stuff like that as well. Um, and yeah, Tarkov really doesn't have that flexibility, but you can have the world still react around you. Um, with NPCs, kind of like how it does now. You know, if you shoot a scav, other scavs are like, "Oh shit, that's a bad guy. Let me shoot at him." You know, yeah. But it doesn't carry over. Well, it can carry over next raid, but it, it's it's a little. You know, it's almost like they forgot that you murdered their brother, and the next time you go back to customs, you know what I mean? It, it's it's weird, and so I I I realized like, okay, there's a problem here because then if you say, okay, we're gonna reward good behavior and bad behavior. Well, then you're kind of like nothing really matters, but you get to like choose a path and it's mm. it's it becomes much more cut and dry, you know, light side versus dark side, yeah. um, which I'm playing the uh, Star Wars um, Knights of the Old Republic. Did you ever play that game? Uh, I, I played it a little bit. I've not played it extent. I haven't finished it, but I've I played a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. Great game, but good luck playing the first one in 2023. <laughs> it was good. bad playing it in like 2015 or something when I played it. Oh yeah, that's pretty bad as well. Yeah, it's it the, the support for it is like dog. I mean, it's an old game, and it's like I think it's like 2006, maybe it's 2004, like the first one, because they came out with a old. a sequel, and that one was like heavily rushed development. Uh, tons of like incomplete features. I mean, anyway, so I'm playing the second one now. Um, July 2003. Look at yes. that. Dude, that's, yeah. But it's, it, I remember playing both of them in my childhood and I was like, dude, these are great games. I have fond memories and they have a morality system. 
Um, and I, that was one of the games that came up as like a classic example. And it's, I didn't know it was made by Bioware, but they're like the guys that made Mass Effect series. Um, God, what was the other game they're, they're, they're known for? But they're, they're kind of like classic for that uh, uh, morality system. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, but it's kind of like, it's kind of a shame because the game's very like, you know, it's an RPG and it's very like black and white and like what's light side and what's dark side. You know, it's like they, one of the examples was I was playing and there's like these two, uh, organizations. One's like the tree huggers and the other one's like big corpo. Okay. <laughs> and the tree huggers want your help because, you know, they want to like save the planet and then restore the, the life you know, and then stop this terraforming and whatever. Okay. They're obviously the light side choice. Right. But then you go to the, the corpo guys and they kind of like hint that like, Oh, you know, we want to, uh, this is going to be good for humanity, advancing technology. Like it's really important. And we put resources back into the communities. I was like, Oh, this is kind of an interesting dilemma. Right. You know, but then it's like, it kind of hints is like, they're evil. It's like, yeah, we will do anything to, to like crush the opposition. You know, they like throw in like these obvious like flags. Like, okay, this is definitely the evil choice. You know, and it's 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 kind of like not interesting because then mm. you're left with, do I want to be good or do I want to be bad? You know, and the, and the bad is like comically villainous. Like, <laughs> I will devour your souls. <laughs> yes, my lord. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like it. It's not like interesting. Um, and that's also what made Thanos from the Avengers. Uh, 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 Infinity War. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, two different one. movies. I think it's Infinity War. Um, a really, a really great character because I, I watched, like I said, I watched a fair share of videos, but, um, people were complaining previously that. Their villains were not very good. It's like, oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm going to destroy the the world. You have to stop me. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. comically evil, right? But then Thanos was a much more like deep, interesting character because like you could see his motivations. You could like kind of see where he's coming from. I mean, you may not agree <laughs> with it, but you could like understand, like relate yeah. to him a bit more. And and that was like the really fun thing about. I think that's part of the reason why that movie did so well i mean i really like mm-hmm. the first one compared to the second one but so i haven't seen the second one i only saw the first one. Oh, really yeah because it's funny because yeah. the, the second one actually did better in the box office like it, it, it oh really yeah which maybe maybe it's because the first one did so well like critically that people were like oh well, let's go see the second one now because the first one i don't know nonetheless um yeah so it, it, there's other games too like um fallout new vegas where they have factions and this is where i was like okay now i might be getting somewhere because they got what you smiling at <laughs> sorry oh chad's making me laugh i couldn't hold it in because <laughs> you're talking about how he's like you know, a deep and interesting character and you can see his motivations even if you don't always agree and cz just said like church is just oh that's funny Oh my god, I couldn't hold it in. That was too funny. <laughs> oh man, I was like smirking yeah. in the background of my cam. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, you're good. You're mm. good. Oh god. I just had to get that out. <laughs> so I mm. killed it. <laughs> so I that killed it. That was too good. That was too good. Yeah. 
But yes. Okay, where were we? <laughs> um, Fallen New Vegas. So yeah, they <laughs> they got different factions there, and you can based off your you know quest you do, decision making, you gain reputation with certain mm-hmm. factions. But it's like it's really complicated because the parameters are different for each one. You know, let's say you get two faction points for the the blogs or whatever, right. and but you also get five faction points for Zulu warriors. <laughs> the requirements to be like good with the faction for like the blogs maybe like two to five, you know, and that's like. That's their, uh, they got like different tiers. Like, I guess it's like their tier one, you know, like, like they're kind of cool with you. And then like, if you're yeah. really cool with them, you got to be down here. But if you're down here, then like these other guys hate you. You know what I mean? So there's like this like chart, basically. Um, it's, it's interesting. So I was like, man, what if they did something like that in Tarkov where you had different scav factions and based off what you did or how you behaved in in the the realm of Tarkov it would affect those factions and different things the world react to that standing with those different factions so That's maybe cool. like yeah i mean it's like how do you actually like it, conceptually it sounds great but how do you actually apply it on the paper like how do you track people's behaviors actions, you know like yeah, how do you di- how do you differentiate my faction from your faction you know there's a lot of like logistic problems here that makes it you know is it simpler just to go back to you know i almost call it like the uh multiplayer social justice where you just have no karma system it's like you are the judge during executor if you want to be a piece of shit asshole you be a piece of shit asshole you know no one's stopping you there is no like i mean server admins you know but but like the lot of powers in the player, you know, if you want to be the nice loving guy, it's like, hey, you know, that's you play how you want to, you know. I, I like part of me kind of likes that as well. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it was just it was just something that like I've been kind of mulling over. I asked some people in Discord; they shared me a couple yeah. games, and because that's kind of the issue. That's talk of the issue though. Coming back to it is that because you can't really have the players be the adjudicator because like you have no history on anybody and you never meet the same person again. And even if you do, you just don't know who you don't know who they are, and that's that's part of the problem. So you need some way of like identifying what people have done without interacting with them somehow. If you're going to keep the raid system, you know, I always kind of like the idea of I'm sort of stopped jumping around topics, but I kind of like no, the idea cool. of just having. Like, Different areas of the map or different maps with different bits of it, having like, you know, different scouts control different areas of the map. You could always have that, that sort of like change dynamically as time goes on. There could always be like a sub game underneath, you know, you like sign up for one of the factions and you have to like go and fight for those factions and it actually changes stuff on the, you know, in the world or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, there's like enough, if, if you like pit two of the factions against each other and, you know, they like, if enough of them win, then that you know that that area of that map now becomes you know that other faction or whatever. I don't know, just like stuff like that. But I mean, it's how do you actually execute on that stuff? That's that's the issue, isn't it? It's how do you come up with some system that actually makes sense? You, know, you might have like a really bloodthirsty faction or one that's sort of prioritizing loot or one. Yeah, because you, know, you have to have certain behaviors that the faction deems both good and bad, which I think is kind of unfortunate because. I think the more interesting stuff is like the morally gray area. And maybe you could have a faction that like that's their thing is like these morally 
Grey's stuff. Um, you know, because it's 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 really unfortunate that someone could be scaven next to me, and they could be like practicing what I would consider like bad scav manners. Right? Let's say. You know, I'm walking up to the GPU to loot, and then he just like cuts me off and, <laughs> and loots it, and it goes to the next loot spot. I'm like, well, fuck! I just gotta like, I'm not gonna beat this guy. I just gotta go turn around and loot somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, but if I ever to kill him, it's like, oh, I'm the bad guy. You know, <laughs> I'm the bad guy now. You know what I mean? There's just like, there's there's those little things where it's like the guy shoots at me but misses. But if I shoot him and kill him, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's that's definitely the worst one. Yeah, that's definitely the worst. I do love the thought process of just like you know the man stole my apple juice and I shot him, but like I'm the bad guy, right? That <laughs> <laughs> you just kill a man over a juice or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that kind of thing is annoying. The whole like getting shot at and then not being able to shoot back. It's like there's certain elements of the system that are painful, but it's exactly that. It's like how do you give people kind of equal choices that that feel like you feel sort of I don't know. You, you kind of want to go one of two ways, I feel. You either want to kind of give people difficult choices to choose between, you know, there's pros to being good, and there's pros to being bad, and there's, like, there's pros and cons to both sides. Or you want to go down a different route, which is, I think, is utilized in some games, which is um, where you, you have these difficult choices to make, and, and some... It's like the easy choice versus the hard choice. And if you know, if you make the easy choice, like you don't see it straight away, but eventually you end up down like a dark path. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like the unintended consequences of like, you know, choosing the easy route means that you end up in a in a bad place. Which is kind of like that's kind of its own interesting thing. Um you know, can you imagine people being like, oh dude, I don't know why you're bothering with all those quests. I'm just I just do the ones where I have to like go and kill a load of people and it's fine. And you end up sort of in some <laughs> yeah. kind of like horrible subculture where like, you know, you, you're sure. in debt to some awful you know, the cult network or whatever and you get, get kneecapped if you don't deliver them certain certain items or whatever it'd be quite like it's just like there's ways of doing it but yeah it would be cool i think it's very it's very surface level right now and as you said it's there's no there's no it there's no two sides to it it's just like be a good scab or you're gonna get punished and um as you said at the start it depends on what you think or what the goal is supposed to be i mean i don't know what their goal is with scav karma really and it's very hard to tell based on the system that we have but if I was going to make up a goal for it, I feel like my goal would be to have Scavs team up to make the experience more engaging for PMCs or more kind of um, more random for PMCs, you know, to have teams of like Scavs grouping up, hunting PMCs down. Because that's kind of what I, I kind of like that about Scavs. That's what I've always enjoyed, like fighting an uneven battle against a player that doesn't care as much about their loadout or whatever. It's like it's a throwaway loadout, but it adds more challenge for the pmcs who are kind of in there you've got like you've got people playing the bad guy basically you've like incentivized people to play the baddie for you which is which is cool so you don't have to have ai play the baddie for the most part i mean obviously we have that but um it's what i've always liked about the scav system so having scavs group up to go and deliver the tarkov experience to the pmcs is sort of the goal I, in, in my opinion um, that's purely my opinion yeah i could see that yeah I don't know what their actual goal is. I have no idea. Yeah, it's hard to say for sure. I still like that idea about having the, the different scav factions <laughs> and certain locations of the map and then like there's um 
you, you know, it changes like you know maybe if one faction becomes the most powerful faction then like they're everywhere and now you're in a different faction and it's like you know you gotta fight for your faction you know and like it, it could be yeah. interesting and it could kind of change the environment somehow i mean even right. just the interactions maybe you have with them as, as pmc and you like as a pmc you'd be incentivized to kind of like even if you don't play scav that much you'd have to kind of keep a track on Somehow, I don't know how you do this. Well, you you, could, maybe in the Intel Center or so, you'd have to keep a track of like what was actually happening in the you know the Scav faction war or whatever it is. So, you know, who's got <laughs> control of what? So like figure out where you need to go or like whether it's going to impede or help your progress. You could even have a faction that like actively works with the PMCs or maybe one yeah. PMC faction, which would be interesting. They're like, yeah, the, like the guys the cowards who work with or something. Or like it's just like the opportunistics, right? They're like guys yeah. who work with fence, you know, they work where they do the Scav case. Like there's obviously Scavs that work with pmcs because the scav case is that mechanism and that's kind of through fence as well as an as a network so there could be a wide range of like super anti-pmc hostile scav faction through to you know the ones that tolerate you and basically work with you for to opportunistically get by themselves and there could be a, a wide range of it and then you could you could then like distinguish it right because they could almost have like a scav uniform for the different factions yeah i, I think you could do something like that with like the base clothes right yeah which would yeah, or like could be an armband or something, you know, some determining marker of yeah. like, oh, they're, they're part of this clan or they're part of this clan. It'd be it'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool. You also talked about unforeseen consequences, essentially, mm-hmm. and that was another thing that kept coming up. Is sometimes the morality systems would, you know, like you you would like either you help this guy who's getting robbed and then you get good points, right? That's your reward. Or you kill this guy that's getting robbed and take the money yourself. You get bad points, but you also get the money. You know, it was almost like, uh, like there was this discussion about how sometimes, you know, they, it becomes less about, uh, sort of like questioning, you know, getting the player to like, challenging uh not challenging but like you know poking at their moral intellectually and getting them to think about these deeper things um instead it was more about okay what's the what's the thing what's the system i can use like the mid maxers right like okay obviously this is the correct choice because it's going to give me the most benefit you know what i mean so like i also think you kind of want to you know make it so that way it's not quite like that as much as possible because then it just like everyone chooses x uh you know what i mean like like a simple example would be if they had like bad scav got rewards and then good scav got rewards well if bad's like better than good then everyone's just gonna do the mass majority is gonna do bad you know what i mean there's more incentive to do bad things so it's a it's a really interesting it's such a niche thing like there's some games that are um like pure almost like purely centered around this like even undertale's kind of around this idea where you the correct way to play the game is to be like a pacifist that's like the good ending but like everything in the game is kind of like uh there's like a combat system you kind of like it's much harder to like do the good things it's easier to just like kill them you can see mm. in the dialogue and the stuff that like they, they 
they're crying like they, they, they don't like it when they get hurt you know what i mean and they, like they have these reasons why like it's interesting um yeah yeah it reminds me of the witcher as well mm. yeah good good games and lots of lots of interesting choices and like moral dilemmas you know just like do you let the body go or like do you go and like get revenge and like all of this stuff and it's complicated and it affects the following games and, right. and things which is like actually super cool like the witch is a really good good game and I, I actually need to finish the witcher 3 like i never finished Same. it i got like i got most of the way through <laughs> and came to a natural pause i got distracted and then just like never went back yeah like, really i hate sad, it when that happens such a good game dude but um yeah that was, was, was awesome but it reminds me of that but the thing is it's so hard to do well it's so hard to do yeah well. yeah i really i really like the um faction idea because then it kind of naturally fits into the pmc faction idea as well mm. like you could have bear usec and then maybe like a third faction so to speak um i guess you'd have to choose your faction at the beginning for a pmc but yeah nonetheless it, it's you know i could see something like because it, it it would be kind of lame if it's essentially just teams where it's bear versus usec like i think it'd be more interesting if like you had inner conflict between the bears like you know bears some bears had this ideology about this thing you know about tarkov yeah. you know some wanted to just get the blue ice or nuclear weapons and blow it all up. You know what I mean? They're the doomsday version. You know, some are like, hey, guys, the Usex are kind of chill. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, they're not that bad, you know? Whereas the other guys are like, heresy. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Like, in the Raid series, like, the Bear and the Usex work together. Right? Yeah. So there's, like, the scope for that in the lore as well. Uh, yeah, it's, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. It'd be cool. I'd like to see a lot more of that, you know? Like... And then if you do work together, then I mean, there's loads of ways of doing it. We talked before about this kind of thing, but like just a random one that comes to mind is what we talked about previously, where it's like, yeah, if you work together and you're in the same faction or, what, or whatever, then like maybe there's some, some way of sharing intel or something so that you know that someone else from your faction's on the map and you can like radio to them because you're given the, free, the special frequency code or, or something like that. So you can speak to them or at least like know where they spawn or, or so, something. I don't know, some, something along those lines. So there's more interaction and it gives you a bit of history that already starts you off on the right footing, right? It's just like, Here's, there's somebody from your own faction in the raid. There's somebody from, you know, the opposing faction who's like hardline anti you in the raid. And it kind of like gives a bit of like yeah. background to like what you're doing there as opposed to just like, oh, I'm spawning here again for the 10,000th time. And there's someone there and there and right, there. Right, you know, right, that's right. kind of how a Tarkov raid begins. Um, so I'd like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to implement it properly. I, I feel for you, you know, especially like thinking about it all and then coming to the paper and just being like, hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna write this down in a way that actually makes sense. And there's so many good ideas, but like how to knit it all together in a se- you know, in a seamless way is like a, it's a it's a big job and it's a hard one. Yeah. But this was good. I, I like the I like to talk about it because it's very I'm on this whole kick now. I'm watching like uh a, a you know, like writing stuff, I guess you could say, like movies and, and things. Okay. Um Star Wars was like, you know, one that comes up and then um now I'm like watching some of the Zack Snyder films which are like <laughs> interesting, mostly bad. <laughs> but it's just it's interesting cuz you you know, you take like a classic IP like Superman and then you know, the way he tells a story it's like, well, Superman kind of killed like a bunch of people <laughs> like <laughs> when trying to, you know, fight the baddie and then like you want us to care about these three people 
that he's you know the baddies trying to kill at the end when he previously like you know smashed bajillion of buildings to kill the baddie you know to damage a baddie and they're like what about those people in there you know it's just it's yeah it, yeah it's fun <laughs> interesting stuff all right. Well, I think that wraps up the scam talk for this week, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'll go ahead and upload this as soon as possible. I'll be here Monday night ish or Tuesday morning for the other half of the world. And yeah, with that, catch you all next week. Catch you later. <laughs>